0: Good morning! We are back and it is the daily dose. 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 Byron's behind the glass. That's Jeremy. I'm Mark. We're back in the house with a very special guest, Molly Rundle. A My Home Group own and an all-star here at the brokerage and in the industry here locally. So hello Molly, welcome back. Welcome to day two. two.
1: (laughs) You sound like you're from London, yeah. Now
0: you know. So we talked about kind of your background yesterday, and let's talk more today on on passion and work ethic, and what how that led into real estate, and how it I guess applies to what you're doing in real estate today.
2: Totally, let's yeah.
0: do it. So tell me, tell us a little about like where this fire came from to get into real estate, and how you repurpose it. For Before you answer doing.
1: that, we were talking offline of like you know whether. You know, people have this awakening and they find it throughout their life. And again, you're young, younger than maybe most in this industry. At the same time, obviously very experienced professional. Um, Or if you're born with it, you know, you think you're born, you think you were born with is what you said.
2: Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I think, and I I think if you weren't born with it, you can find it. Um, But no, I remember I applied for jobs and said I was older than I was so that I could how old do you have to be? 18. Awesome.
1: Or 16, maybe. Yeah, yeah I 16? think I was
2: 15 and I lied and said I was 16 so I could get a job at the mall. That's um, cool. Um and I I was 21? It was at Roxy. <laughs> Roxy at Roxy. Silver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um <laughs> but I just always remember, like I've always wanted to work hard. I've always wanted to work. And my um, I don't, like my grandma's like that. She's always worked really hard. She was in the title business, actually. Oh, but wow. then on the other side, my dad's one of those people that like He has his rentals and he lives off that income. And like, I feel like he just doesn't have that passion for being really successful in a business. And um, I've just always felt that I've, I've been that way. But I also feel like in real estate, you kind of have to like ignite that flame every so often because I definitely feel like it's up and down. Some days you're super motivated and you wanna get that bread. (laughs)
0: Get that bread. <laughs> no, yeah. and some Get days it.
2: you're just like over it and you don't and sometimes it's months or it's years but um I feel like if you have the passion behind it where you love real estate or whatever your industry is that's kind of what keeps you going
1: what fueled that passion out of the gate I mean is it solely to make money forced to make money you just perp, um, yeah, because you mentioned money, money you were little and you wanted to yeah
2: I don't think it was ever money um I think just like working hard and being successful has always been really important to me. Uh, My grandma and my dad kind of dabbled in commercial real estate and flipped a couple houses. And I always remember being interested in that when I was young, I would go with them and help them paint. And I think I just, I don't know, I've just, oh, it's always been what I wanted to do. I didn't go to a traditional college. I went to real estate school at 18. Um, didn't finish, went back at 20. (laughs) I don't know that I finished. I think I went three times. So I always knew I just never committed. (laughs) Um, but I just think I was like, kind of, I always knew that's what I wanted to do. And we waver in life, Mm -hmm. right? We have a
1: flow and life happens and we get off track. But I mean, if you truly have that commitment and that passion level, I think that you'll come back and you'll get on track and you know, if Mark's referencing a time or, you know, when you came in and ultimately made that decision, okay, I'm going to do this. Like what happened there?
2: Um, I think I just, I worked in an industry that I hated and I, uh, it was
0: right when you were done with that is when you were like, it's on.
2: So I think I moved to my home group after I had closed maybe one or two deals. Um, And I knew I had three in the pipeline. And as soon as I knew that I could afford to quit I was out of there. And I think once you kind of have that little nudge you need to get started, then you know you just, you need to keep hustling and working hard so that you can pay your bills and be successful. And so, um, but yeah, I was A, really ready to get out of an industry that I was in and B, really ready to crush it in a new industry.
1: So you are, you are very, uh, I think, you know, real and authentic. And like you said that, you know, again, offline that you're unconventional. And so I want to talk about the social piece and how it translates into the, into the social realm, because that's one of the places you started, you know, as, as you know, a newer agent, you know, years ago is social and you continue, I think to thrive and grow. And it's all to me seems very real, authentic, like you being you. So where did you start? What would you recommend to folks out there and where they should start? And then how do you stay consistent, I guess, with, with, with that presence?
2: Um, so I think I always have people reach out to me like, how do I grow my following or how do I make this part of my business? And I think the first thing you do is you just start. I closed deals from social media when I had 500 followers. Um, I maybe even closed more when I had like 5,000, but it's not about how many you have. It's just about putting yourself out there and letting people know what you do. Um, But I think just starting, people always think you have to have, like, all these professional photos or a presence already, and you really don't. You can close deals from your personal Instagram or your personal Facebook. Um, I always went for, I think a lot of people use Facebook and they do paid ads or they're reaching out to people and saying, hey, do you want to buy Long Time No Chat? I always just kind of showed people what I did and who I was and then if they wanted to work with me, they kind of reached out to me because they already knew me. I'm very casual, or what was the other word we talked about? Not well, casual. Just, you know, organic. organic. Yeah, it's organic. Yeah. I like to be organic in the things that I put out and the what I'm telling my followers and what like the information I'm sharing. Um, and I think that's kind of where you see, I feel like people want that. They want to know about you and your life and your family and your houses and they want to know like the the personal details, not just a house that you're listing. That's true. So for me, when I when people ask me should I do a business page or should I do a personal page, I always say do your personal page. Share what you do for a living on your personal page. Nobody wants to follow houses. Nobody just wants right. to look at houses. Right. If they do, they can go somewhere else. I
1: love Bye-bye. that you're not following a script, right? It's not it's not no. forced. So it's just very authentic. And then. And then your, which I think is, is more important again today, more important today than ever of attraction, you know, of bringing people to you, putting out what you do, which I guess is you could argue is a somewhat of a form of, of outbound activity, right. Yeah. Or putting yourself onto others, so to speak, or prospecting or whatever you want to call it. It's a, it's an activity, I guess, that you can control, but you're not using it as a, you know, a legion forward-facing or a sponsor targeted ad to people or being aggressive and then following up and, you know, doing that whole process, you're being real and authentic and allowing people to come to you.
2: And I think because I knew I wouldn't do that. I hate anything cold calling or cold messaging. I just, uh, since day one, I've always known that can't be my business plan because I won't do it. So I think for me, social media was like my perfect way of getting business because I didn't have to ask people for their business. They just kind of got to see what we did and asked for ours, right. which is like what you want. Yeah, absolutely. It does how God. you do it. Yeah. So it's just yeah.
0: how you get to that ultimate end result or question or answer. Um, Cause you'd said offline too, that you do things. I know we're talking organic, but like not the traditional agent does at an open house, like how you treat people there, how you interact with them via phone, via social media, all that stuff. So, I think it's great and it's it's whatever works for the individual agent. I don't think there's a right or wrong way, but it's kind of like who you are. You're, you're, you know, laid back. You're very cool. You're easy to get along with. So it's like people like that though, either way, whether you know it or not, when you're having those interactions with people, that's you sparking the human connection.
2: Yeah. And that's not just the human
0: connection business. So,
2: and that's not to say that people who reach out to people or who are cold messaging or cold calling that's not to say that that's not the right yeah, way to so do it.
0: Nothing's right or wrong to any individual.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think for my age group and who my audience is, I'm um, I'm a millennial. So I feel like as soon as I and feel- on the
1: younger side of millennials, right?
2: Yeah, 28. Okay. I think, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I, think,
1: I, mean, she, I might be on the older crazy, side. Right no, no, the, no, mid- the older side of millennials almost is almost 40. Us, yeah.
0: Oh. It was me. Like, I'm 1980 is the start. Right. And then I forget the age, but you're and like I think kind it's of like, in the mid. Yeah, you're
1: oh. mid to end of yeah. the millennials, if you can believe that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I feel like- Actually, that would be advice, too, if you're starting new in social media. Speak to who your audience is. My audience is other millennials. I think our average uh, age group is between like 25 and 35. And so for me, I know that as soon as someone's salesy with me, I shut down and I want nothing to do with it. So I knew that me being salesy with other people probably wasn't going to work either. So that's why my approach has always been more casual and more.
0: You're attracting the people you want to work with. And that's also important. I think when you're building the And then the the voice,
1: the the voice and the tone and the message, like we have to remember that we're all consumers too. And we don't like when people are relentless down our back, if we're not ready to to buy or to sell in our, in the case of our industry. Right. But if we're not ready and someone's just constantly hounding us, like it's annoying, you know, I don't care how old you are, but let alone again, I think that there's, a little extra sensitivity when it comes to millennials. And then as we go through the, the tail end or the la- the latter end of the the, the millennials, I think that it, it's even more pronounced in terms of, you know, having an extra guard up.
2: Totally. You know,
0: well, so, let's stop there for today. We'll talk more on the next episode with Molly Rundle on how you've built this awesome business. Um, thanks to our sponsors, VIP mortgage and Alliance property inspections. We'll see you later.
2: Say bye. Later.
0: <laughs> Boy I- <laughs>